All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And the Bulls get a dub. They get a victory, get their revenge games against the Toronto Raptors. Zach Levine scores starting this one. DeMar DeRozan doesn't have the biggest scoring output, but plays very smart in this game. The Bulls did a lot of things um, to, to get them to victory in this game. We're going to talk about it right after this. All right, Bulls fans. Hey, first, I'm late. You guys know I'm usually go live right after the game, but some internet trouble here and restream acting stupid. But luckily, we're back in full and I can bring up comments again. So AC still shoot like ass, but at least he got some um, got uh, the memo to stop shooting tonight. Yeah. And you could tell you could tell that AC did not <laughs> did not want to shoot himself in the foot and the team in the foot today. Only taking two shots, going one for two in those shots. Um, but you know it is what it is. But this was a game in which Zach Levine showed up and was the Zach Levine that we've been waiting to see all season. We know we've had a great couple of quarters with Zach, things like that. But he was really solid throughout this whole game, going eleven for twenty, four for eight from uh, three point range, chipping in three rebounds, five assists, two steals in this game. Five turnovers as well. We need to get that underhand. But 30 points chipping in um, from Zach Levine. Nikola Vucevic, 7 for 14 for 15 points, but 13 rebounds, four assists in this game. And then, again, we got another game of solid P-Will, just being aggressive out there, moving. It seems like P-Will now knows what he wants to do. He knows his place in this team and in this offense. Six rebounds, two assists, one block, 10 points from Patrick Williams in this game as well. Goran Dragic just being amazing. He had a plus-minus of plus 18, which is bananas. Four for nine from the field for him. Derrick Jones Jr., big minutes off the bench for DJJ today. 13 uh, minutes. He was five for five from the field. 12 points, two rebounds, playing great out there. This team came in and they responded well to the adversity from last night and did what many of us wanted to see them do and play much better tonight. Uh, the, the Bulls so far, 4-2 and two at home, um, protecting the home court very well so far, not really doing too good on the road, but it was good to see and get this type of game from the Chicago Bulls. This is what we needed to see. And Zach Levine in this one as well. Talked about his output. Going to the hole. Go, it's seeming like he like he trusts his body a little bit more, right? Being a little bit more aggressive at attacking the rim. Um, getting some great uh, layups. Moving around there. Taking some contact. Getting to the free throw line. This is what we wanted to see from this team, I think. This is really what what we wanted to see needed to see in in, in, a, in a lot of ways as well. Chris Estrada says, we got the bench leading the way. Listen, this bench is dangerous. And this is without Drummond being out there as well. Um. El Trapo, all they had to do was fight hard for those rebounds and have another score because they didn't let DeMar breathe. Yeah, DeMar, only nine points in this game. He's been cracked. When's the last time DeMar did not crack double digits for the Chicago Bulls? That's crazy. But us still winning by double-digit points with DeMar output being what it was, that just shows like Io and Patrick Williams both getting double-digit points in this game. This is how we need them to play, right? Io's going to have a little bit more. He's We know he's more aggressive, but P-Will in this game just not, not settling for bad shots like um, – you know, being very smart, very uh, deliberate, um, diligent is the better word. There you go. That's the better word. Diligent in the way that he went about getting his offense today. It's great to see Patrick Williams put this type of game together. I feel like Patrick Williams showed his value today. He really did a number on Scotty Barnes. Yeah, Scotty Bonds. Who the hell is Scotty Bonds, bruh? But no, Scotty Barnes, he did do a good job on him. Scotty Barnes, two for nine in this game, six rebounds, five assists. Um, he did have a plus minus of plus six, but 
Listen, he 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 nullified him in a lot of ways. Coloco did not ha- only had one block in this one as well. OG and Anobi shooting ineffective as well. Four for twelve for only thirteen points. Like the the Bulls did a solid job defensively today um, as well. Otto Porter Jr. getting hot at one one point, only five points. Precious Achua ten points off the bench in this one. The Bulls did a solid a game had a solid game defensively for sure. Uh, shout out to Patrick Williams for making Scotty's life difficult tonight. Listen, and the thing is, is that Patrick Williams giving this type of defensive effort against a similar size player had to get physical, but still giving us contributions on the offensive end. Like that's the Patrick Williams that we need. Patrick Williams has settled into this role, and it's been and it's been looking really good to see him grow into that role. Uh, I agree, but a team like Bucks will slaughter us if we if we had this many. All in all, very happy. When you're talking about the turnovers, we definitely got to get the turnovers down for sure. We got to get those turnovers figured out. Um, some of the, some just bad turnovers too, unforced turnovers. Lonzo and the rest of the team healthy. Teams are gonna have a hard time beat. We're gonna be a tough out for anyone. Period. FIFA in the building says good game for Zach. Absolutely, really good game for Zach. This is a game that we wanted to see. Does anyone have the full story on why Toronto fans and Raptors players are sh- are shitting on Dragic? Because he didn't want to play there. I think he, what did he get traded or moved there? And he didn't want to. He didn't want to go there. Um, so that's why. That's why the fans booed him so much because he didn't want to go to Toronto. Uh, Zach showed out. Yes, Zach did his thing tonight. Did his thing. Chicago needs to put the dang ball on the ground before we step. We either get travel or out of bounds all the time. Yeah, there was a lot of that today. A lot of that today. Tariq T says, yes, P. Will had some real aggression both these games on both sides of the ball at that, for sure. Christian says, uh, people really need to stop saying Zach isn't worth it. Tonight really showed how valuable he is to our team. It's the ease, right? The way that Zach Levine goes about getting his points, when Zach's going, he's one of the most fluid scorers in the whole entire NBA. But the thing is, did you see Zach step up defensively this game as well? That's Zach, Zach Levine has stepped up big time defensively so far this season, having one of the best defensive uh, ratings of his career so far this season. And that's what we wanted to see from Zach. The Zach Levine's offense come along, we all knew it was going to be. But the effort that Zach is giving consistently on defense, he still gets caught up sometimes, right? He still gets caught up off ball sometimes. He still has low type of things. He's not a perfect defensive player. But when you look at compare, comparatively to at times last season and at times during his career, Zach is making that step. Now, I won't call it a leap, but he's making that step up defensively that you expect and want to see from a player. Uh, Trent Baker, uh, Pat's defense has been amazing. He's given Tatum and Scotty Barnes times two living hell. Absolutely. Big facts on that one. Big facts. Sam Italia says, once again, look at Scotty's stats. Pat's defense is elite. And that was the biggest concern for me at the start of the season was how Pat regressed defensively. That was a huge concern for me. So not only to see him bounce back from that, but be even more aggressive and to be able to be aggressive and still give us that type of output offensively, tell you, listen, for everybody who wants to write home on Patrick Williams already, calling Patrick Williams a bust and stuff like that, I'm telling y'all, Patrick Williams is built like he's probably not going to, you're not going to see for the play, people that wanted a 16, 18 point per game season from Patrick Williams, you're probably not going to see that. But don't be surprised if by the end of this season, especially with the way he's putting it together, Patrick Williams ends up averaging like 12 and 5, which it, which it, considering this team and where he is on the pecking order would be huge for us. I uh, wish we had Drummond out there. We could have saved uh, Vucevic from that poster. At least Vooch didn't give up and try it. Listen, Vooch has been locked in defensively. He's not been it's not been any 
any lack of effort defensively from Vooch um, so far in the season. Man, I hope we have Drummond back by the Pelican games. We're definitely going to need him for that matchup. Say less, my friend, because you are absolutely true. That Listen, that Pelicans matchup is, could get ugly, ugly, um, super ugly at that. Hopefully, hopefully we have him back. Got a couple more days rest. Um, you know, he he he, he was quite only questionable for this game, upgraded to questionable. So hopefully that bodes well for him being able to play against New Orleans. I completely forgot about Drummond. Oh shit, see? See? And shout out to Derek. That's another thing. Let's acknowledge Derek Jones Jr. playing backup center for us, going after the rebounds, boxing people out, getting putbacks up when he was literally surrounded by six, ten, seven foot wingspan guys. He was doing his thing. Doing his thing. Didn't DeRozan only score nine points during the Hornets? You are absolutely right. That's crazy. Again, been liking the way P-Will has played overall. Would love to see him make uh, one move and attack in certain uh, moments. But overall, I really like where he's at. Well, he has been doing that a little bit too. He's like on, on putback specifically. That's what I like to see because that's one of the things I call for from P-Will is attack the boards. And then when you have him, put it back up. But I, I, I definitely can understand what you're saying. Jonah says, I'm excited for Pat versus Zion. Listen. Woo! Toronto's defense is going to make a lot of offensive sets look bad. Their length is crazy. It's wild, bro. But that's – and it's funny because I was talking to my dad. He called during the first quarter. Like, the way that Toronto's roster is built is what the vision AK has for this team. You Like, that's what he wants is a long team that literally can switch everything, that can play – that you have players that can all play so many different positions, but that gets – the defense is almost naturally going to come. The deflections are almost naturally going to come just by the length of the players out there. All I know is turnovers uh, turnovers, and closing the game out early will make us even better. Yeah, we got to get some. Like, the turnovers have been, been a theme for us over the course of the season. Hopefully we can get that together um, for sure because, listen, uh, there's going to be teams that are going to make you pay with, with those type of turnovers um, for sure. The Bulls in this game, 15 turnovers, 22 turnovers from the Bulls, um, which is crazy. And 15 uh, turnovers from the Toronto Raptors. But we actually had more points off turnovers. We had 23 points off turnovers. And we had more fast break points, which if you watch the game, you could already tell that. And we had six more points in the paint. Uh, we out-rebounded them by 18 in this game. Eight, We out-rebounded the Toronto Raptors by 18 without Andre Drummond. Just just go ahead and think about that. Here we, here we go again with the misspelled names. <laughs> Listen, it is what it is. P-Will made him a son. Ah, let's not say that yet, but, you know, it is what it is. Tariq T, the only true negative performance for me today was Vooch again. He looked terrible in this series. I don't agree with that at all. Look like, like, really just not involved. I don't agree with that at all. When you look at Vooch, Vooch's blocks, his 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 uh, uh, playing better in the pick and roll, I don't agree with that at all, bro. Like, you're, you're entitled to your own opinion. I'm sure there's some people that agree with you, but what I saw out there, I, I can't uh, – Vooch was not a negative for me at all, especially last game. He was the only one that stepped up to give DeMar any type of help down the stretch of that game. And then in this game, very consistent. Yeah, he didn't wow or anything, but very consistent. Even getting two blocks, being active. I can't say that Vooch uh, was a negative performance overall for me in this series. I just can't say it. But, you know, everybody's entitled to their own. As I always say, my opinion holds no more weight than anybody else's opinion. A uh, great response back when Zach playing is definitely a difference maker in getting wins. I'm being understanding going through the D Rose injury days, um, but hope that they let Zach play more to get wins. Well, keep in mind now. So the back-to-backs have completely eased up for us. We have one back-to-back 
the uh, December 10th and 11th. And then I don't, we don't have another back-to-back after that until January. And then throughout February, March, and April, we have three or four more back-to-backs, and that's it. So if the back-to-backs were the – and keep in mind, the Bulls played the, more, the most back-to-backs of any team to start the season. So maybe the Bulls looked at that and said, hey, we really don't want to start Zach off playing this many games with that knee surgery. But now that the schedule's like eased up some – Hopefully we see Zach play a little bit more, especially they let him play in the back-to-back last week. So a lot of space now between games. So hopefully that means we see Zach a little bit more. Last year around this time, we were like five to six games over 500. We need to go into – well, no, we don't want to compare it because we ended last season terribly. At this, at this point, I don't care about what our record was versus last season. We are in a much improved Eastern Conference this year. This season is going to have its own. I'm not comparing where we were the last season at this point to where we are this season at this point because this this season has a completely different feel. We started off with a light schedule last season as far as the teams that we played. When you look at the teams that we played so far, there's so many teams that are destined to be playoff teams all up and down who we've played so far this season. So it's going to be different. Um, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not looking for us to be five or six games over 500 just because we were at this point last season because this is a completely different season. The Eastern Conference is a completely different beast as well this season. Season, and it kind of just is what it is. We also starting off without Lonzo. Zach's hurt. Drummond's now been out. So I'm not really worried about where we were last season. I'm worried about how we are building this season. Not gonna lie, I was worried for a minute when Barnes assassinated Vooch. I was wor- so when the lead got down to what was it, 11? I was like, they can't allow it to get in single digits. If they let this lead get down to single digits, Toronto's gonna catch some momentum, and then. It's going to be interesting. But the Bulls battled back and responded very well, the way that we wanted to see them play. Shout out to the real P. Willie. Wow, P. Willie, is that what we call him now when he plays good? Uh, them double teams on DeMar didn't work when the man Levine out there. Well, that and also other people hitting big shots. Uh, Io hitting big shots, especially in the first half. But And they, they, were, they were passing out and attacking the double team before they got a chance to set. That's the that's what's special about this. Zach has the availability or the ability to be a two-way player, to be honest. He does. When you look at Zach Levine, being what, he's 6'6", right, with a 6'8", almost wingspan, he's quick, he has the lateral quickness. Zach has all the makings to be a really good defender in this league. I've always said that when it comes to Zach Levine and his defense, to me, it's always just been an effort thing. And when we've seen it, because we've seen it during times. There was a game last season against the Washington, I think it was last season, maybe season before, before where he literally on a series was just like bill is not scoring on me and so we've seen him go into these modes of being this really efficient defensive player we just haven't seen it consistent we're seeing a little bit more consistent so far this season that one dunk scotty had on on vooch made me die inside like i love vooch contesting every dunk but it's like bro i can't see you do this to yourself anymore listen i look at this getting dunked on is a sign of of effort that means you're giving effort and trying right like, for example, um, Thad Young out there moved completely out the way of Derrick Jones Jr. today. He didn't want nothing in it. He didn't want to get in that poster. He didn't try. At least Vooch is out there trying, man. I think P. Will is playing consistent now. He does need to score. Um, he doesn't need to even score 15 a game. I'm good with his rebounds and contributions he's providing to the team. That one's from SP. Completely agree with you. Everybody who who focuses so much on, um, to me, on the offensive side when it comes to Patrick Williams is missing what, what A, Patrick Williams' role is on this team and also what makes him special to this team. It's the fact of how efficient he can be on defense, his passing. And, of course, we want to see him do putbacks, things like that. Take the shots that are open that come to you for sure, for sure. Who's guarding Ingram? 
that's going to be listen it's, it the, the bulls are going to have a tough tough defensive matchup when it comes to the new orleans pelicans man um cj mccullum starting at point guard for them i can't wait to see io on him you then got brandon ingram who's starting technically at at shooting guard for the Pelicans. That's what it's come to for the Pelicans. They are starting Brandon Ingram as the shooting guard. Then Herb Jones, Zion Williamson, and, and Valachunas at the center. Um, this Listen, I think you kind of just got to guard everything straight up. It's going to be Io on C.J. McCollum, Zach on Ingram. You're going to leave uh, uh, DeMar on Herb Jones because Herb isn't this big scoring threat. You're going to have to put Pat Williams on Zion, and it's going to be, I think they're going to have to run a combination of a zone. They're going to have to go into the zone a couple of times as well. Derrick Jones Jr. is doing great. Not going to, like, listen, Derrick Jones Jr. is coming in and balling, bro. For him to not be in the rotation at all to start the season to be a big part of the rotation, dangerous, man. Ooh, Alana suggests putting Io on Ingram. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. That's shout out to Alana. That's great. That's insightful. Uh, the Bull says, "Hey, hey, it's good win, but I hate the scoring droughts and turnovers. Why do you think they have scoring droughts?" And listen, it's just a thing. Like it, it, every team goes through scoring droughts. Every game has scoring droughts. Unfortunately, the Bulls just always seem to go. What was it? A four minute scoring drought? Almost four minutes in the fourth quarter. They got to get that together, man. Um, but they responded very well, right? That's the one thing. I I like the way they responded to it. So yeah, that's that's crazy. Exactly. Like somebody saying Vooch was terrible. Like I'm like, what are you what are you talking about? What are you talking about, bro? No, Drake is not. Drake is an artist. He is not a rapper. He's not an MC. He's an artist. That's what Drake is. What has JDH got going on here, bro? What is this? Do you think this is gonna read well, bro? What am I supposed to do with this? I'm gonna need you to concise that down, bro. Just give me your thoughts, bro. That's not gonna look right on a on a YouTube comment, bro. Um the Bulls disappointed with careless. Uh, turnovers, referees bailed them out, but overall there's a good culture in the Bulls. Toronto is elite, even without Pascal Siakam. I wouldn't say that they're elite. Like no, like nah, the, the the they're elite defensively. I'll give you that, and they're a damn good team. But they're not favorites to do any like to win the East or anything like that. And I wouldn't say the refs bailed this out. Come on, man, you got to stop with that. There are several times where they didn't call, and our players were getting molested down low. Uh, the real question is how the Bulls improve the fundamentals to stop beating themselves. Listen, uh, every what what is what is JDH doing? I feel like JDH is like like he just got to typing, bro. Like you're doing too much in the comments, bro. That don't read well, fam. Overall, I'm okay with where we are so far this season. I like P. Will and Io's progress. Caruso playing great defense, great bench, and offseason pickups. Yeah, for sure. Marcus Couch in the building. Uh, the next two weeks, we have a lot of space out rest, so guys should find a well-rested rhythm and stack some wins. Yep, the, the schedule frees up a lot for the Chicago Bulls. Um, not as many back-to-backs at all. There's a lot more space between games coming up as well. Um, and that's what you like to see, um, especially when you're dealing with the team with, you know, the injuries that we have and stuff like that. For example, we got a game Wednesday. We got a game Sunday. We don't play again until Wednesday after that. Then we play Friday, then Monday, Wednesday after that. So it's like every Monday, Wednesday, Friday and Sunday, we're basically playing uh, with, with every off and on. But it's a lot of space between games from here until we have that back-to-back December 10th and December 11th. And then after that, we don't have another back-to-back. Oh, we have another one December 20th and 21st. 
Um, is the one I thought that was in January. We actually, and then one January 6th and 7th. So the back-to-backs are spaced out. This is a nice time to build up some rhythm, get some rest, and do things like that. I feel like because it isn't on the level of Embiid or Jokic, people look at him like he's Robin Lopez or Mo Bamba. Who are you talking about? Are you talking about Vooch? What are you talking about? Julio Chavez says, I love Zach. He is so amazing. Listen, Zach Levine, when Zach is, is doing good, man, is, is a special player to watch. Special player to watch. Opinion on AD trade rumors not happening. It's not any legitimate trade rumors that are bringing AD to AD to Chicago. Hayes, what are your thoughts on Drogic closing the game? I think the, the, his ball handling, shooting IQ, and veteran experience makes life a lot better for Zach and DeMar. I completely agree with you. Completely agree with you, 100%. 110%. At the UC, hey, why am I at? No, does it look like I'm at the UC? <laughs> no, I'm in the crib, bro. Uh, Ingram ain't no shooting. But he's starting a shooting guard for them. How tall is Herb Jones? Is 6'7", six, 6'8", six, I believe. The Bulls have a better bench than New Orleans. Um, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, we have one, we have possibly the best bench in the league. Uh, when you look at the like they have Devontae Graham. I don't know how he's doing this season. I haven't watched too many Pelicans games. Um Jose Alvarado. Nance is out, right? Um, we'll see if he plays against the Bulls. But like, yeah, the, the Pelicans bench isn't horrible, but it's not on the level of Chicago Bulls, especially with Andre Drummond. Uh Brandon Peck asks, Do you see experience the thrill of March Madness? If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Drummond playing, um, possibly, especially when you look at he was questionable for today, and it seemed like it was a game time decision to decide not to let him play. So with a with more rest. I think that is. I think that we will probably see Drummond make his return. I do think we're going to see see that. Jay Glover is talking about how they're going to uh, defend New Orleans. They're going to have to um, intermingle zone and man. Yep, that's what you're going to have to do. Why can't Zach guard Levine? Can you guard yourself? I is this some type of altern alternative world type thing? I'm willing to admit I have uh, misjudged Vooch this game since clearly others saw something different. Go Vooch. I mean, listen, it's all subjective, right? I think I think everybody looks at different things from basketball, right? Some people, it's about scoring. Some people, it's about making the big-time defense. Like, did, did, did Vooch make, like, this huge eye-popping defensive play? Not necessarily outside of his blocks, but he played solid defense in space, and I like the way he went after it. Ingram, my bad. I mean, he could. He could. People still in the comments with P. Will slander after how this, like, I feel like the people who are slandering P. Will now can't watch basketball. They are just looking at the box score and saying, our fourth overall pick only scored 10 points. That's all they could be doing. Because, like, if you're watching basketball, there's no way you could slander P. Will right now. P. Will, like, is he a perfect player? No. But you can't say P. Will, like, all this P. Won't shit at this point? No. That got to go. P. Will played an amazingly effective defensive game and offensive game in this one 
Brian, I remember when people were saying Gordon and, and Drummond were bad pickups, and this is why we believe in Mark and AK. Listen, I was didn't I didn't never said that they were bad pickups. I did say I w- I wish that the Bulls would have did more. Now I was probably I was way more down on Gordon than I was Drummond, and I got to eat those words every single day. But you're right. This is why. As fans, like they look towards the names, like the Bulls didn't sign Isaiah Hardenstein, they didn't sign Mo Bamba. Oh, this is trash. You signed Andre Drummond. That he's been in the league. He's old. He's twenty nine years old. Oh, he's twenty nine. He's like, but the way that you have to have a vision on how these pieces are going to fit together and how they're fitting together. I don't know if anybody except AK could have seen that it, that it working this good together. So far, the Bulls are one and two on this tough eight game stretch. Uh, what do you think the Bulls' record will be in the next five games? All right, let's take a look at it. Let's take a look at it. So we got New Orleans up next. That physicality, man, and the Bulls' interior defense still isn't the best. We'll see if Drummond plays. But honestly, just being objective, I see that as an L in, uh, in New Orleans. I hope I'm wrong. Or that's home. They're home. They'll be here in Chicago. The Denver game, we usually play Denver pretty well. And I think that we have the ability to guard everything else except Jokic. He's gonna he's gonna cook. I say that's a win against Denver. We face New Orleans again. I say we get a win the second game against New Orleans. I say we beat Orlando. I say we beat Boston. I, s- I say we get the L in Milwaukee. So I'm saying over the next six games, we go four and two. We go four and two over the next six games. You said the next five, but I did six. Four and two over the next six games is what I'm saying. I'll settle. I'll settle for three and three. But I think we can go four and two. I think we can go four and two. All right, let's see. Chicago every night needs to just limit players outside of the stars, and we're going to be in a solid position. Well, keep in mind, we usually let somebody weird go off on us for sure. So we got to we got to stop that as well. Uh, one thing I noticed: a lot of players have been slipping a lot. Uh, what's going on with the court floors, bro? I have no idea. Have none. No idea. Pacers me, I still think they blow up that team. Like, the trade deadline, Buddy Hilde and Miles Turner are gone. I tell you what, I don't know if the Pacers are legit because I'm telling you, I think Miles Turner and Buddy Hilde are both gone by the trade deadline. Could be wrong on that, but that's what I'm thinking right now. That's where I sit with that one. Casuals only look at points and don't know the ins and outs of the game. That's a fact. And this is one of them right here. A decent set. This that's stupid. That's just idiotic. I'm sorry. That's that's dumb. That's just stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. People also said Dalen Terry was a horrible pick after the little stint against the 76ers, but his next game he played great. Oh, Dalen, listen, as surprised and shocked I was at Dalen Terry's name being called. It's crazy. But yeah, he's Dalen Terry has so much potential. It's okay. Vooch didn't look amazing to certain people. Just wait till February when he goes. Here you go with that Shay shit. Y'all funny as hell. Um, I recently started watching basketball. I don't know very much, to be honest, but I'm convinced I know more ball than some who watched it their whole lives. I don't understand the Zach and Vooch slander, bro. Uh, it, that's all, and that's the thing. It's a simple game to watch and, and grasp. It's a really – the only time people have that wild of takes that, that aren't true is when they don't watch basketball. They just watch the box score. That's it. That's the only thing it could be, period. Is that looking, uh, looking so hopeless – then with that compression short, what, what are you, what, what are we judging here? What is this America's Next Top Model? What are we doing here? What are we doing? What are we doing? How do you feel about free agents Sammy Olajay and Rodney Hood? Def- no, no, I'm good on those guys. No, good. They can stay their black asses at home. 
Uh, where's the Billy Donovan versus Leonard now? Uh, he had a good game plan to fix the issues last game, and they took the, the yeah. I mean, but the thing would we always know Billy Donovan makes adjustments game to game. It's the in game adjustments that uh, Billy Donovan's always always been bad at, especially when teams are doing random things on the defensive end. He's always been bad at that. That's not slander. We got to stop using the word slander for everything. Some things are just what they are. And everything that you say that's not glowing is not necessarily slander if it's true. And Billy Donovan's in-game adjustments leave a lot to be desired sometimes. But when you give him time like this and you're facing the same team on a back-to-back, he's going to make adjustments. Uh, I don't know what GGS means to y'all. F- what? Uh, you guys have a great team. Props is due. Appreciate that, Yada. I appreciate that, brother. <laughs> People want to see Levine's bare arms. That's hilarious, man. That's funny. Aiden the designer says, I've only started watching basketball following the Bulls this year and don't understand why Vooch gets booed in the home introduction. No, they're not booing him. They're not booing him. They're saying Vooch. That's what they're doing. They're not booing him. <laughs> they're not booing him, bro. They're not booing him. They're doing they're saying Vooch, bro. They're not booing him. Somebody else, I think my son thought that at one point in time. They're saying Vooch, brother. If you can add one player position to the Bulls team, what would you add? If I could add one player to this Bulls team, any player, Jesus, who would I add to this team? I'm trying to give a great answer. Give me a second. I'm really trying to think on this one. Shit. I'm trying not to be a fanboy because I almost immediately said Brandon Ingram because you guys know I'm a huge fan of Brandon Ingram. Um, So he would definitely be on the list. Oh, I take that back. If I can add any player to this Bulls team, it would be Zion Williamson. Period. A healthy Zion to this Chicago Bulls team, a team that like, yeah, I mean, I know we need three-point shooting. He doesn't offer that at all. But when you look at somebody who just needs to get a bucket for the times that DeMar, Zach are off and we just need to buy a bucket, you got you got, you got, got to shoot Zion to stop him. So Zion Williamson would be, the t- would be the player that I would add. GGS means good game. Okay, gotcha. I'm old, man. Y'all can't. Y'all can't be abbreviating so much for me. I'm old. I don't know all these all these abbreviations. Cap of the Great. Love how Pat is playing more aggressive lately. Shots may not be falling, but at least he's taking the open shots. Love the mid-range he's added as well. A lot of confidence from the mid-range for sure. Giannis a power forward. And P. Willis backup. Yeah, that'll be a great one as well. I completely skipped on the Giannis thing. Completely skipped on Giannis. My brain didn't even go to Giannis. I like that. I would add Gary Trent, dude got three. No, see, that's, I think, I'm sorry, Austin, but I think that's because you saw him play really good against us. Yeah, I don't, he ain't moving no needle, man. He ain't moving no needle. Uh, if Daniel Tice gets bought out by the Pacers, would you sign him? Uh, I think the Bulls are going to monitor the buyout market, but I think that they would go after a bigger name than that. But, hey, Daniel Tice can literally bring a lot of what we need to this team for sure. Bro, I can't wait till Lonzo comes back. The ball movement, transition, three-point shooting, he's going to help out so much. Yeah, you see exactly where he's going to fit in, even when he comes off the bench for this team. Because he's initially he's going to come off the bench. Laxus Garcia says, uh, happy for the Blazers' success so far. First-round pick may come. Hey, I'm, ho- I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Travis Andrew says, I'm old too. Hey, listen, I'll be 36 in a month, man. That shit's crazy, bro. Crazy. Hayes, who would be more dominant, uh, Embiid, Greek Freak, or Zion? I'm going to mark out, I'm going to say Greek Freak just for health. Embiid can, but we know he's going to miss 16 games a season, if not more. Zion, he looks great this season. Like, Zion's playing great. I love Zion as a player, but I got to see a couple of seasons of health before I'm willing to 
to bet on him. And Zion, look, as much as he came in the season looking slimmed down, he's looking like he's already starting to put on that weight. He's eating that good New Orleans food again. But 22.7 rebounds, four assists at a PER of 20 from Zion Williamson, that boy's a beast. But I'm going to go Giannis just because of that. Can we trade the Portland pick? Yes, we can absolutely trade the Portland pick. Brian in the building says, all right, Hayes, I'm signing out. Bye, brother. Love you, man. Love you too, bro, man. Be safe out there, bro. Make sure you be safe. Why y'all trying? It's so, like, fans, man. And it's casuals, right? They love only talking about trades. Hayes, uh, Hawks and Cavs looking great, man. Yeah, but I would say the Cavs look, of course, much better. Much better than the Hawks. The Hawks look good, but the Hawks don't. The Hawks, to me, don't look like. They don't look amazing. They look really, really damn good. But I feel like that's going to come crashing down at some point. The Cavs, though, I can go ahead and say it. I was completely wrong about the Cleveland Cavaliers. Completely wrong. Do you think Zach sits out more games this month? Probably. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, until I see it, I'm not willing to say, oh, this seems like they're done sitting Zach. We have a lot more space between games. So you would think they're going to sit him way less. But I can still see them sitting him in certain games. For example, OKC. We play OKC November 25th. The day after is that the day after Thanksgiving? I can I I I can absolutely see the Chicago Bulls sitting Zach Levine that game because A, yes, that's a tough team. The OKC Thunder look good. They're four and six, but that's a team that you should be able to beat without Zach Levine. They may sit Zach Levine that game, especially when coming out of that game, you face Utah Phoenix and Golden State. So that may be a game where you go ahead and sit them just to get them a little bit more rest. Especially if the Bulls have played good, because think about it. They play I did the shade. Think about it. Um, but they play Milwaukee before that, and then they play Utah, Phoenix, and Golden State after that. So if any stretch in this month, you look at getting some rest, that's probably gonna be the game. So I'm gonna say right now, I'm gonna go on record, say Zach sits November twenty fifth against the OKC Thunder. I feel uh the Cavs will slow down at some point. It's very well possible. It's very possible. Gary says, Hayes, will Zach uh, step up the season like Justin Fields did for the team? I think so. I think so. I think as he's getting more comfortable, we're seeing that. I think I'm going to say Zach Levine averages 28 to 29 points per game this season when it's all said and done. Do you feel the Bulls gave Laurie Market enough time to really evaluate him? Do you think this is the real Laurie? I think that this version of Laurie is going to come down a little bit more. But I also think that Jim Boylan stifled Laurie's growth some. I don't think they put him in the – I think before, the first Laurie's first two years, they gave him every opportunity. They put him up, had a high usage rate, gave him time. But once Jim Boylan came in, I really think it limited a lot of players' growth that was on the team at that time. I honestly don't think the Bulls will move, will make a move this year, especially if they intend to work Lonzo in later on. I've been saying that too. I don't think they make a major move. I do think that they look at the buyout market, especially when you have Tony Bradley's contract that you can cut, and say, hey, how can we add a little bit more depth to this team if Drummond goes down again, if, God forbid, it's Vooch has to sit for a while? Because right now, as with last season, any injuries to a big man on this team, which we only have two, is detrimental to this team. So they may do something like that. But outside of that, I don't think they do anything major. Travis, it's not – you can't trade it straight up, bro. It's not happening. I'm telling you right now, it's not happening. They're not – and keep in mind, the Bulls – well, they have their own – do we get our own first-round pick back next season? I think we do. No, we owe another first-round pick, right? I don't think we have our own first-round pick even next season. Or do we have it next season? I can't remember. Um, but, yeah. Alana says, yeah, we shouldn't add any big pickups, but maybe add Melo or even Tice if he is bought out by the Pacers. Yeah, that could definitely be something. Definitely be something. Who would you replace, Tony? Anybody who can actually get on the court. Carmelo, Derek Favors, uh, Tice if he's bought out. Um, 
uh, this can of beer that can that can replace Tony Bradley. I'm sure I'm sure Zach Levine owns a couple of pit bulls. He looks like a pit bull dude. Um, they can replace Tony Bradley. Um, Cristiano Felicio could replace Tony Bradley. A tree they could just plant a tree, a potted tree to just bring out there and stand. He probably get a couple three second calls. But I'm saying all those players can definitely replace Tony Bradley easily. Easily. So all I'm saying. That's it. Um, <laughs> when do you think they let Marco go? They don't. Marco has one year left on his contract after this. AK still believe. I think they're gonna they're gonna let Marco sit out though, ride out his whole three year contract. And if at that point he hasn't shown anything to get on the on the court, it may just be let him go at that point. It was funny how NBC Chicago had a camera shot of Bradley pointing at his vote vote shirt, and he smiled. That's the best thing that Tony Bradley's done all season is voting. Best thing he did. It's not going to happen. I'll tell you this right now. I will go on record. You can look at me in this camera. The same way I told you guys Kobe White was not being traded last season, the Bulls are not trading for Anthony Mr. Glass Davis. It's not happening. I can tell you that right now. It is not happening. Anthony Davis can come out right now and say, the only team I want to be traded to is the Chicago Bulls, and the Lakers will literally look at that, much like the Nets did with KD, and say, ha, Okay. But well, we're going to send you over here, bro. If you can find your way to Chicago, more power to you. I don't know if you guys have EuroLeague knowledge, but I feel like the Bulls uh, could pick up a center there for Tony Bradley. Um, I have some, right? I'm not going to act like I have this extensive EuroLeague knowledge, but it's very rare for EuroLeague players to come over midseason like that. So, <laughs> can of beer checking in for Drummond. Boom, two blocks. Who has the better future, the Bulls or the Bears? Honestly, I would think their futures are pretty much the same. I would say this. Um, I would say the Bulls only because right now, the A, basketball you need it's less positions, and one player developing can completely change your, your whole trajectory. With football, it's different, right? Justin Fields could be the best. He's not, right? I'm not saying he is, but Justin Fields could be the best quarterback in the NFL. But if he doesn't have weapons, if the defense isn't standing up, they ain't going no goddamn where. It's a little bit different with basketball. So I would say that the, as of right now, the Bulls have the brighter future by the way that the rosters are shaped up right now. But this offseason comes, the draft, the amount of cap space the Bears have, that could change very, very quickly. Very quickly. Who you give? Nobody. Because we're not trading for AD. It's not happening. Tell you right now, it's not happening. It's not happening. That's not, that's, it's not, it's not coming. It's not coming. That dunk by Barnes was nasty. Yeah, I listen, nasty's dunking tonight for sure. Keith, then you're like, Keith, you're an idiot. I'm just going to say this right now. You are literally one of the most basketball, the most illiterate basketball people I've ever seen. Every time you comment something about basketball, everybody who reads it gets stupider. You literally need to sit down and go through basketball one-on-one. You being this Lonzo, this ball family stand is completely countered your judgment on being able to evaluate basketball. You, sir, are a goddamn basketball idiot. And I don't say that too lightly. I know you've been here literally since almost the beginning of this channel, but I'm sorry, bro. You are stupid. That's just fact. I got to give you some tough love. You're dumb. Your basketball knowledge is shit. It, you're like every time you mention something with basketball, I wonder to myself, what the fuck went wrong with this dude's life? You didn't even go to public school. You went to alternative school. I can tell. I can tell. You went to alternative school. If the Bulls trade for AD, I will no longer be a fan of this team. Laugh my ass off, joking, joking, but for real, shit's dumb. Um, 
Oh man. Uh time what out? What I I haven't timed anybody out. I haven't put nobody I haven't timed anybody out. I've been letting the mods take care of it. I have not timed anybody out today. Uh Kofi Coburn, uh he didn't get drafted. The Jazz signed him to exhibit 10 deal. They end up not signing him, and then he just signed overseas somewhere. As I said, Kofi Coburn, not an NBA player. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, Raptors deserve much respect for how they run their franchise. Class organization and very – oh, for sure. Very well-run organization there. They develop well, right? When you look at their roster, most of the roster are people that they, that they uh, developed in-house there. Very good there. Did you see? Yes, LeBron, like, hey, LeBron just, he don't think, bro. It's just like when he be getting on there and be, uh, quote, unquote, singing the songs and don't know the lyrics. Like, he just got to stop, man. He got to stop. No, I don't think the Bulls make a significant trade at all this season. Uh, do y'all want to keep the Portland pick? No, keep the Portland pick. We keep the Portland pick. Especially looking at us giving up our own first round pick this season, you keep the Portland pick. LeBron, uh, so what did he say, uh, Tariq? He said that, he was listening to the Migos in like his 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 first year or whatever. And then the year he gave, it was like it was literally like two or three years before Migos even popped up on the scene. Uh like LeBron just be saying shit, bro. LeBron literally just be saying shit. Like LeBron just need to retire, bro. He just needs to retire. I know he wants to play with his son, but he just needs to retire. Uh why do you think DJJ doesn't get more minutes? Because he's a specialist and he plays great in his role. Sometimes it's natural to think when players are playing good. Right. That, oh, they need more minutes. Sometimes they're effective because they're playing limited minutes and it allows Derek Jones Jr. to go out there and play with all energy the whole time he's playing out there. All of the 15 minutes he plays, he's able to go out there and give that 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 energy, that effort the whole time. And keep in mind, he's guarding centers. Right. He's playing our backup center right now with Jeremy being out. So I think you keep his his minutes mitigated to the way that they do um, because it makes it actually makes him more effective. No, it's not going to happen. Hey, we don't have the money to match the contract. Y'all got to look at this stuff, man. Braun be lying and that line and be leaving. <laughs> that's stupid, bro. That is hilarious. But all right, y'all. That's it, man. I appreciate you guys so much, man. I, I really do love you guys, man. You guys already know. I got to go do a live stream over on Locked on Bulls with Path the Designer. So you guys can go over there if you want to continue the live stream. If you're watching today and not subscribed, make sure you subscribe to the channel. We're trying to get to our goal of 10,000 subscribers by December 5th, which is my birthday. Uh, we are about 830 away from that goal. So we need to get it. We need to get it. Uh, let's, let's get in there and get it. So hit the subscribe button if you're not subscribed. Otherwise, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you follow the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail for our Saturday and Sunday mailbag episodes, number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.